This is the day the Lord has made, and let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, are we going to start with announcements this morning? Yes? Ethos and missions. You can tell I've been gone two weeks, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right, could everybody go ahead and come in and sit down, please? And we, well, we're going to stand up, actually, because I want to stand up and do the ethos and missions this morning. Oh, look at that. Nice and quiet. I like that. Are you guys ready? I, let's get a woo-woo. Are you ready? There you go. All right, let's go. House Church's mission. Yeah. House Church's mission is to connect people with God and with each other in an Can we start over? Yeah. All right. Okay. House Church's mission is to connect people with God and with each other in an atmosphere of love and grace. As a faith community, we are committed to living relationally according to the values of our ethos. Married, divorced, and single here, it's one family that mingles here. Conservative and liberal here, we all got to give a little here. Doubt and believe here, we all can receive here. LGBTQIA plus and straight here, there's no hate here. Woman, man, and trans here, every gender, binary or non, can here. Whatever your race here, for all of us, a place here. Rich or poor here, Class differences dissolve here. Able-bodied or differently abled, you're part of the body of Christ here. Neurodivergent or neurotypical, you have the mind of Christ here. Popular and accepted or cast out and rejected, we all belong in Christ here. In an imitation of the extravagant love God has for each of us, and all of us, let us live and love the best we can by putting people first and labels second. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to do announcements to stay in the loop. House Church apps. I, we can't say it enough. If you guys don't have the apps downloaded on your phone, you are, yeah, go ahead and set down. You are missing out if you don't have the apps downloaded on your phone, so please do that. Mother's Day, May 8th, Sunday, May 8th, and I'm sure we always do something really special. That's next Sunday. Man, I got to get a gift in mind or something for my mom. I'm behind. But next Sunday, we're going to do something special we always do. So invite your moms to come if you can, or your mom-like people, right, to come on next Sunday. Ooh, pride. Who's ready for pride? It is 
the weekend of, I think, the 7th, no, the 23rd, 24th. Right, right. So House Church, we want to have a presence at Pride this year. We're not sure what we're going to do. Uh, we want to know if we have interest in doing this, and I'm not sure if this person knows about it yet. Uh, but Kelly, see Kelly, <laughs> see Kelly, if you're interested uh, to do something, to have some type of presence at Pride. <laughs> and don't be mad at me, be mad at the person sitting next to you. <laughs> all right, all right. So I think now we are going to start off with a little singing. Yeah. Hey, good morning. You want to stand and we're going to sing? We're going to, we decided we wanted to do the blessing again. How many of you want to sing that with us? No, you don't? Okay, I guess we can move on. No, just kidding. Oh, well, wait. Before, I think, hey, Bonnie. No, not right now. Okay. All right. On the way in? Okay. We have uh, special treats today. We have Shara with us on the worship team. Yay. Shara has actually been on the worship team for several years, and life sometimes moves her out to do life, and then she can come back in, and we're grateful that she's here this morning. And today, our Pastor Bonnie's going to be drumming today for some of the songs, so that's... <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's sing. So while you're singing these words, think about your families. Think about your children. Think about the future. Think about the person right next to you. Maybe the person you wanted to be here today but couldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> 
bless you. Come on. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. 
I hear in this house some warriors who have gone through some weariness, maybe some worrying, and you're not going to let your worry outlast your worship. You're not going to let your worry be louder than your worship. I heard some voices in this house this morning who I know you have been going through. I know you have been battling. And to hear your voice in this space matters so much to me. It means everything to me. When we sing together, it lets our bodies know that we belong to community. When we sing together, it reminds us of who we are and whose we are. When we sing together, we're reminded of our origin, our origin as a humanity. The human family have been singing together for centuries. I like to come to a Sunday morning to a place like this, and I describe ritual this way. Ritual is the punctuation in what would otherwise be life's run-on sentence. Ritual is a punctuation in what would otherwise be life's run-on sentence. Today is your day to process. Your power is not in your push, but it's in your position. I'm going to go ahead and preach before grace and peace. Your power is not in your push, it's in your position. And you are positioned well today, house church. You're in the right position. Somebody say, I came here, I came here to, worship. to worship. I came here to remind my body <laughs> that it doesn't have to, it, it is not only its career, it is not only its financial status, it's not only its political persuasion, it's not only its relational status. I came here to remind my body that I'm moving and living in a spirit, that my power is not in my push but my position, that my worship is going to be louder than my worry. I say yes to that. Amen. I say yes to that. We can get on board with that. Well, the children are going to stay in for just a few more moments. We are going to do grace and peace right now, um, <laughs> as I am being told. Don't we appreciate Jessica? Yeah. I'll just say hey to Jess and to this beautiful band and to Hank back there. Give another hand clap for Hank yeah. working out. We're it out. He's with the band. Um, children are going to go back in just a moment, but we thought that we at House Church like the children to stay in because they learn. Often some things are more caught than taught. I just am full of those today. I mean, I wonder if I could just preach a whole cliche sermon. Like things are more, <laughs> like how many cliches can I pack in one? <laughs> I could see some social media coming out of this, you know. The things of the Spirit sometimes are more caught than taught. So I like to keep the children in as long as possible because you are welcome here. The children are wanted here, and they are worthy in here. And so we have them in this space, and whenever Miss Kelly, Kelly, raise your hand. Everybody look back and say, thank you, Miss Kelly. Thank you, Miss Kelly. For, for being the children's minister today, because April and Jerry are, are uh, uh, celebrating their five-year wedding anniversary. Is where April and Jerry are today. Yeah. And uh, we are missing, as you noticed, I was trying to set this to live because our 
Amber Meshagan is out today as well. So <laughs> you're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. I'll give you some peace. I'll give you a peace blessing. You just hold on because I, I have them rolling. I have them flowing. I can do this. <laughs> um, God bless you as you extend the warmth of Christ to one another. Grace and peace to you.
And what we're about to sing is not that fast, so. <laughs> Go ahead and stand with us. Let's worship. Yeah. You know, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of musical talent in the house, and uh, we're getting ready. This band is getting ready to blow up. So, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. We're about to add some more instruments and some more voices, and I'm super, super excited about it. All right, let's worship.
says now the Lord the Lord is the Spirit now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now, the Lord is the Spirit. It's the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, wait, so I learned by visual, <laughs> visual aids. So the Spirit of the Lord is inside of us. We are the image bearers of God. And so where the Spirit of the Lord is, <laughs> there is freedom. Now, <laughs> now, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, you worship inside, 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 inside. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So let's sing that again with that in mind. It's not about um, that we have a special place we keep God in this building. God came when you came. You brought the Spirit of the Lord with you. Let's sing that again together. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 
This moment is for you. There's a breakthrough in this house. breakthroughs in the house today. There's some breakthroughs. Um, I'm just seeing them kind of pop like popcorn. I'm just seeing them pop like popcorn. There was like a, a definite shift in the atmosphere that happened when you all stood. And it, I just felt that that was your victory. It was your, 
It was you standing up for you, you standing up for your space, you standing up with your voice in your place that says, in a sense, this far and no more, this far and no more. For whatever has been tormenting you will torment you no more. This far and no more. Now, I like to get kind of physical in my spirit. I like to get sp physical in my spiritual space. It helps me to kind of walk it out. <laughs> it helps me to kind of move it out because my body needs to know that I'm serious. <laughs> my body needs to know like, hey, we're all in this together. And so I like to say like, if there's some stuff that's coming around you and it needs to stop, it's like this is where it stops. This is the line. This is where it stops. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, in, in uh, somatic experiencing, you could be kind of like working like in this kind of a space. And when, if you're working on boundaries at all, you can say, this is my space. Nothing leaves this space without my permission. And nothing comes in this space without my permission. <laughs> Come on. If you're working on spiritual boundaries, okay, and even in other kinds of boundaries, nothing comes into this space without my permission. Nothing comes into this space without my permission. And nothing leaves this space without my permission. I thank you, Father, for breakthroughs. I thank you for breakthroughs. I thank you for things that would take a year, will now take a month. Oh, I love that word. <laughs> oh, things you've been laboring over for a year. God will just come in supernaturally, accelerate the thing and cause it to happen in a month. Things that would take a month will take a week. Things that would take a week will take a day. I thank you for an accelerating spirit in this house today. I thank you, Father, that there's a breakthrough coming into this house for people. Yeah, we receive it. We receive it. Yeah, I receive it. Things that have tormented you, I speak that word over you will torment you no more. Go ahead, keep playing, Eve. Keep playing nice and nice and strong. It's okay, keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is a house of transformations. This is a house of healings. If you need to come up closer to get yourself in a place where you're not distracted in the back, come on. Come on up closer. If you need to come up closer, because this is your moment. This is only for you. This is, this is your kind of deal. <laughs> you don't need to let anybody distract you from this.
that healing into existence in Jesus' name. I speak it. I thank you that healings are happening everywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's freedom up in here. There's freedom 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 in here. Anxiety this far and no more. No more. <laughs> Get out of my mind. Get out of my heart. Anxiety ain't the Lord. But peace like a river, peace like a river, peace like a river. of living water. Jesus said on that day, great day, he stood up and cried out in the service saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his heart, out of your heart flows rivers of living water. Out of your heart that's what we come together to remember that we have it all already on the inside. To stir our waters, the waters of faith, the waters of peace, the waters of freedom. We are not the worst things that have ever happened to us. <laughs> Somebody say that. We are not the worst thing that has ever happened to us. Say, I'm not the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I didn't have to stop my healing process at that. 
I didn't have to stop at that last trauma. You thought that trauma had a hold on me. It doesn't have a hold on me. <laughs> I'm walking away from that. I'm walking forward. I'm processing through, me and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And you are not the worst thing you have ever done. Yes. You are not today the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, you can walk away from that. Sing out your song, warriors. Come on, sing out your song.
in the early church, in the early church, they had moments and meetings like this. Wherever they would be gathered, the place where they would gather would shake. Now, I don't know if that was real or metaphorical, but they felt a shaking. They felt the wind blowing. They felt the tongues of fire descending. They felt in those early days, in the early days of the church, when they were lit up on fire with the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of the Lord. And one such story goes like this in Acts 16. But at midnight... <laughs> Anybody having a midnight of the soul? <laughs> but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. <laughs> and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, 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 suddenly. There was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. You may be seated. But at midnight, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. <laughs> but at midnight, Paul... <laughs> If, you, if your fingers are okay, <laughs> if you're okay. <laughs> at, at midnight, at midnight, Paul, at midnight, House Church Tulsa, in the midnight of their soul, when there was such a disaster all around, when things were confusing and they didn't know what they were looking at anymore, when they didn't know which way to feel and which way to go, but at midnight, House Church Tulsa, they were praying and singing hymns to God. And their prisoners, we ain't trying to act like there are multiple things going on inside of your head. You got some free parts, and you got some prisoner parts. You got some things you've been locking up. <laughs> Should nobody see any of that, <laughs> you have said to yourself. Should nobody <laughs> lock it up? <laughs> that will never see the light of day again. I've said it. Oh, nobody's going to know that part of my story. No. <laughs> no. But at midnight... They were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Talk about being in yourself. You're in yourself now. The parts of yourself that you have locked away, the parts of yourself that you thought could never see the light of day again, that part of yourself, that part of yourself that says, I don't know about this. I'm confused. I'm not, I don't deserve it. I've messed up too many times. All those parts hear when your spirit sings praises unto God. Those parts of you hear you exclaim a victory in the middle of your storm. When Moses led the children of Israel across the Red Sea and that sea parted, the scripture is kind of vague, but it actually says that Moses began to sing a song of victory. And we don't know whether he began to sing the song of victory while he was still in the middle of the sea or if it was afterwards. There's something to singing and proclaiming your end when you're still in the middle. 
when you're still in the middle, when it hasn't turned around yet, when you haven't found that partner yet, when you haven't found that new career time, when you haven't reached that next level yet, when you begin to pray and sing praises, those parts of you begin to listen to you. And suddenly, suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened. 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 All the doors are open. All the doors are open. All the doors of your enlightenment are open. All the doors of your understanding are open. All the foundations that you thought were setting you up for a mindset of isolation just begin to shake. I may look a little funny because I feel a little funny. I feel the Spirit of God around me. (laughs) So my physical body doesn't always know what to do. I feel like, like shaking it out doing something, you know, I feel like, woo, so I get a little weird, you feel free to get a little weird with me, it's okay, there's nothing crazy or weird about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will never make you do anything that you don't want to do, you're in complete control, but I have learned over the years that I would rather yield, (laughs) I would rather yield to God than to resist God and keep my stony walls of prisoner stuff up and keep the Holy Spirit out. I'd rather let it settle into me. I feel a holy presence happening back here. So just like easy, it's like easy. When Heidi gets like that, I have learned, if you could turn the piano down just a little bit, Hank, for me. Um, But I want you to keep playing, please. What I have learned over the years with Heidi, Heidi and I have been in ministry for eight years together. And when that stuff starts happening on Heidi, I don't go too far away from that. I like whatever that is. I like that. Because that means, like, later she's going to tell me, I'm all healed of this thing. God just showed me what it was, and now I don't have that problem anymore. And I just go, wow, I don't know how that happens, but I want that. Do you want to share what's going on with you? The only thing I can say is thank you for the shaking. Thank you for the shaking. Yeah. Yeah. It has come to my attention that this house has a special ministry of transitions. This house, this ministry, has a special ministry of transitions and transformations. Because this word suddenly, this suddenly word is a very timely word for us. There is something about our praying and our praising, our singing and our proclaiming that will mitigate or, um, well, mitigate's a good word, I guess, or diminish what could have been a total disaster into something more of just a small inconvenience. Some things that could have been catastrophic 
because of our prayer and our praise, because of our collection, because of our community and our connection, because we know each other and because we're vulnerable with one another, what could have been catastrophic turns out to just be a little, a little rain. Because this house and this ministry has a ministry of transitions. Getting people into the right position. It has occurred to me over eight years of being in relationship with this house. People come to me one way and soon and very soon they're a totally different way. Like they come to me one way they have this one setup of their life. I know them as so and so. You see what I'm saying? It's like I know them as this, and then something life-changing happens. A death, a birth, an adoption, a marriage, a divorce, a separation, a reuniting, a weight loss or a weight gain, even those little things. People seem to come into this house one way and just, I mean, soon and suddenly, they're another way. It's fascinating to me. And it takes a lot of grace elasticity to allow people to emerge as they are. Because when we show a thing, we want it to sort of be cement, like that's the thing, that's the way this is, this is what I can expect. But this is a house of transitions, a house of transformations. So that means to say that there's even a special grace upon it for that. A special grace upon it. Because it's embedded in the origin story of this church things were one way when we started and then they changed and nobody saw it coming a little story about uh, floating you can stop playing for a second if you would like unless you like her playing while I'm talking does it make you feel comfy I guess they don't care whether you play or not <laughs> you take a break. Yeah, go ahead and just stay up here, everybody. And just Yeah, hand clap for them. We've been talking about the spirit and how the spirit works within us. And we've been um, talking about things like our mouth being the bucket of our spirit and the well on the inside. So you have a well of counsel and wisdom on the inside. That's the spirit of truth and grace, which the world does not understand, but you have it. And the way that you access your counsel, the access your Holy Spirit, is by the spirit of God that is in you. And I like to just break it down and say it's your mouth. The way that you access your things of your spirit is through your singing and praising and speaking out the things that you know to be true about yourself and about God. Um, We've taken a text from 1 Corinthians 1 and 2 talking about the river flowing through us. The rivers of living water that Jesus said he would establish within us. 
or actually stir up within us. That's another part of what this, like the, the transitions and the um, transformations are about this house, is that it stirs up the water that was already there. It was already in the water, but you got into a different place with a different organization, and what was already within you begins to stir up and come to the surface. Does that resonate with anybody? That it's not like you became somebody new, it's like you became more of you, more of who you are, and different parts of you begin to show up. Imagine with me <laughs> that we all decided to go on a float trip together. That we decided that because um, inner tubes were on sale at Kmart, that we were going to go ahead and pick us up an inner tube and we were going to go on a float trip together. And we go down there to what's a place down in Arkansas or Illinois? Where, where do we go? Tahlequah. When's the last time you've been floating down the river with a group? Last, last year. So imagine you get there and remember you, you park in one spot and then you got to lug all your stuff, right, and go get on the bus. Okay? <laughs> you with me? Let's, what's the weather like on our day? It's like a beautiful 80, let's say we need 80 degrees. You want 80? Because 70 feels too cold for the river. Let's do 80. Everybody's got their ice chest. Everybody's got their suntan lotion. And we get into the bus that has all the kayaks and the, the boats, you know, what are they called? The canoes and the kayaks and the rafts and the single inner tubes. And we go trailing up 10 miles or so, right, up the river and then get out and we're standing on the edge of the river and all of us are standing on the bank. And here's the river going by and it's like not too late in the season, it's like still got the, the, good, the good depth of water. It's not too much, it's not too little. It's not like you have to walk through a bunch of those spots in the river like we have to do sometimes. But it's like just perfect and it's not too high where, there, where it's gathered branches. You know that one, after a storm, I hate that where all those branches are in the river. But we're all standing there. We all have our floaty devices. And we all get into the water about at the same time. And we begin to float. And we stay together for a while. And then the current begins to change. Some of the people that we started the float trip with are now yards in front of us. Some of the people that we started the float trip with are behind us. We're not too concerned because we know that we're on a safe path. We know that this river has signs and we know that when we get to the end, some nice person's gonna be helping us get to the bank get out so we're not worried so we're just in our own you're just kind of in your own floaty 
And then soon, and very soon, the group starts to kind of break up. Again, you're not worried because you know that eventually your current's going to catch back up with them and their current's going to catch back up with you. And Maybe you reach out and touch somebody's inner tube because you really like them and you want to make sure that you stay in the same current as they are. And you reach out and they reach back. Hallelujah. And your love is seen and okay. And you go down the river with that person. And the others are still around, but they're all in different places. Maybe you meet up with another group. And this group has really cool floaties. Like they have stereos in their floaties. And they have drinks, more drinks and more snacks. They got cheese and crackers there. Um cheese puffs and beef sticks, okay, and they've got all that, and you're like, ooh, I like this group, let's party with these people for a while, until they get a little too rambunctious with their squirt guns, and you're like, okay, enough, like, we get it, like, I'm tired of getting it in my ear, okay, and you go, okay, that was super fun and cool, but I'm ready to kind of move past, past that one, that was a little too rambunctious for me. And you're still floating down, and you recognize that the people that you started with are now scattered all over the river. And maybe you have a desire to meet up with someone that you have never floated with before. And as the current luck would have it, they are going the same speed that you are. And you look over and say, well, hello, my name is Bonnie. I would like to float with you. We float together for a little while. But it seems like all we can ever talk about is the way we met. It seems like we just keep rehearsing the same stuff over and over again. It's like the relationship doesn't progress, like we don't make new memories. Because we're still talking about, wasn't it so cool when our currents matched up and we got to be together in our current? And you're like, yeah, but, right, I mean, do you want to get out and do the tree swing? No, I like, I just want to talk about how our currents matched up all the time. That's all I want to talk about. So you don't make any new memories with that person. So soon and very soon you decide, man, I need more. I, I, I would like to meet up with my group again, and here comes the partiers, and here comes the people you went into the river with at first. Everybody's kind of all over the place. You notice that Sally Sue is getting a bad sunburn. You're like, oh, should we tell her? And then there comes a time where you have to pull over to the side and do what? You gotta go up the hill. <laughs> Leanne said, no you don't, you just get out of your inner tube and just get in the river and everything. <laughs> and maybe in that process of taking a break, you lose step 
with the other people. And so you get back in your inner tube confident that they haven't actually left the river. They're just not with you. And you're alone. Alone in the river. And you start to get lonely. But there's something on the inside of you, like that spirit, that Holy Spirit on the inside of you that says, there's other people in the river. You have witnessed this through the whole first part of the day. People come, they stay with you for a while, and people then go. Sometimes you go, sometimes you stay. But there becomes this kind of abiding faith and trust that if you're alone right now, don't get too used to it, because soon and very soon, someone's going to float up by you. And that person might stay with you for some time. Now, as with all analogies, they break down at some point. They break down if you hyper-focus on them. But what is the basic message of this analogy? We're talking about friendship. We're talking about the river of life. We're talking about trusting the flow. If you're alone now, and or you feel like that the people that you are currently floating with don't see you, don't understand you, they're not connecting with you. My encouragement for you today is to just simply, in your quiet way, trust the river, trust the current, and ask, ask instead of, instead of disparaging, like in a despairing way, like I'm always alone, or I never get the right floating partner, or instead of that one, instead of that way, say, I just want new people to float with. I just received my new float partner, or I received my new floating people. I'm kind of over the squirt guns and the loud music, but I would like some people who are just reading in their floats. I would like people who go to bed at nine. I don't need to reinvent what my life was like in tw at 25 years old. I don't need a Taco Bell run at 2 a.m. anymore. Maybe there's still some people in the house you haven't even reached that level, but it's coming. There are some people down the river that are going to have your back uh, to a. <laughs> but you begin to trust the flow. If you're alone now and you need some new people to share the river experience with, just let the atmosphere feel that from you. When I was doing this exercise this last week and really imagining myself and where I was in the river and where my friendships were, where the people were, this is where I came to because the meditation went something like, ask for new people to float with. Well, that's not my prayer. I like who I'm floating with. I like you. I like our float trip. I like who I'm with in my house. I'm real comfortable there. I'm real comfortable with who I go to bed with at night. Love that. 
I'm real comfortable in this. I love everybody around me. But my prayer began to say, I don't need new float mates because I love everybody that's around me, but I need a new floaty. I need a new container. I want a new church building. Yeah, and some other containers. So for me, it wasn't, for the first time in my float trip, I love my float group. I love everybody. I'm just like, oh, yay, there goes there. Oh, yeah. And I don't have to, like, be codependent with them. I don't even have to link arms with them. I'm just trusting that our floats are in the same current. And just if, as we go and as we come, we'll meet up again. I use this parable. I use this analogy, this metaphor, whatever it is, um, to hold us, to steady us. I love you, Lynetta. I love you. I love you, Vicky. <laughs> I didn't say you, Vicky, because I know you're coming back. <laughs> Lynetta's going to work. <laughs> um, to hold us, to comfort us, to comfort us as things shift and as things change, knowing that you have the Spirit of God on the inside of you and your river and your current is flowing just as it should. I hope that this is a comfort to you. I know you didn't see this one coming. Lessons from a float trip, but that's what today is called. Lessons from a float trip. Trust the flow. Trust the current and trust your heart. And never, ever betray your heart. God bless you as you receive that word. Would you stand with me? As we prepare to take communion, light our candles slip rocks into the water the water vase perhaps say some things on a journal card that you've been needing to say this is an interactive time of worship if someone could tell the children thank you what'd she say oh okay cool that we can probably I'm going to do something different I'm just going to speak to them God bless you those who have been online with us today we're going to move into our communion space and um, I just wanted to send my peace my grace and my love to you our prayers are with you at the next time that we see you on the river at house church it will be a good day to see you and to float with you um, it was a good feeling in the house today I think everyone would agree that the presence of the Lord was good. God bless you as you go into your week. This is our interactive time of worship, um, communion. If you feel like lighting a candle, sitting by the cross. I thought I saw a, a, a spider. This is so weird. You want to take it outside? Yeah.
Don't play like that after we just did a river analogy. Okay. <laughs> what is that called? Arachnophobia, Christina? Arachnophobia much? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Eve. I think you were going to play like here I am to worship, yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're excited about it. God bless you as you come. When you get, when you receive your communion today, just hold on to it. Take, take it back, and we're going to take it all together. Um, I encourage you, leave something behind in the water. Light a candle. God bless you as you, as you come.
Jesus.